Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Welcome to Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. I'm so excited. There's so much good news going on in this world in spite of what we see in the news. And you know, when your brothers and sisters are doing well, you're doing well ultimately. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my next guest. Joining us today is Miss Lavita Branch. She is author of Metamorphosis Interrupted, a journey of loving yourself from beauty to battered to beloved and just had her uh book signing here in atlanta and we saw the beloved part it was beautiful it was beautiful uh how are you today i am doing well and i hope you are absolutely and y'all see the smile on her face she is a sweet spirit i always call her sweet spirit because every time i see her she is the same you know just always encouraging such a sweet sweet spirit um this book um is taking you a few years to write and understandably so because when you're writing about your life and there was tragedy in your life usually you know it's hard to live through that again so so talk about well, well, well let, 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 me, let me go back you grew up in virginia virginia in the house today oh my gosh i had another author from virginia that wrote a story uh in virginia but um you grew up in Virginia and I feel like from reading about how you grew up that it was so idealistic. I mean, it was just wonderful. Yeah. It's a beautiful state to uh, to grow up in as far as landscape wise. The mountains are beautiful, the lakes, the rivers. Uh, I grew up in a small town and, um, and where everyone was family. And sometimes people try to you know, make you feel bad about being a country girl, but I wouldn't change being a country girl for anything in the world. Uh, we grew up with great morals and values and um, having that village to watch over you where if you do something wrong, uh, it's okay for the neighbor or someone in the church to to discipline you in right. love. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. we, I think we need more of that. We need more country girls. <laughs> Girl, we ain't never going back to that time, honey. Ooh. But I understood it because I grew up the same way. And I just felt like you had this beautiful childhood where you guys got to go, like you said, in nature and you enjoyed fishing and going out in the woods and just all this wonderful stuff. Yes, it, it was. It was wonderful. So, so in, in growing up that way, um, do you think that, and, and it's because I know what the book is, I know what the story is, but do you think in retrospect that you were sheltered a little bit? Oh, without a doubt. We lived in a little plastic bubble. You remember the story about the, the little boy in a plastic bubble? That's us. <laughs> Very green and naive, you know, we only saw the good in people yeah uh, i'm grateful for that you know um in some ways when in some ways it hurt me uh to be so naive but um 
yes, we, we were very sheltered from the way this world really was. Uh, moving to Atlanta was a culture shock for me. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. You know, I had to laugh when I read your story and I was telling somebody else about it. And I said, I realized that I had the best of both worlds. I lived in the country in the summer months and I was in the city, you know, for school. But I grew up in the country during the summer months. So I had the best of both worlds. And um, I, I think it's a good learning, you know, um, you get to learn a little bit more about the world rather than just being in one place, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you talk about, and, and you just said it, how, you know, almost everybody was your family on your street, around the corner. Somebody yeah. was your family member. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, either on your, your mama or your daddy's side and sometimes on both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how did you and your brother, how, how did your parents raise you um, within that, that country life? Well, mom was, well, my parents divorced when I was 10, but we still lived very close. And my, my mother and father still, you know, we still sang on the same choir. And mm -hmm. uh, they still had a great relationship, a good relationship, even after they divorced. But, um, my mom being a single mother we were blessed because my grandmother lived next door uh, my mom's sister lived across the street and so my grandmother made sure we always ate and we were always taken care of we used her car um, and my dad you know like i said he was right up the street from us and his mom and so everyone still one thing that i love about my parents is they always felt like we have to keep the peace. Um, and they are firm believers. They, they don't like fussing and fighting and uh, they, they like to see the good in others. I shared a story in my book that uh, several people have said that they loved. It was about how my mother at Christmas used to fill up my brother's little wagon with gifts and my brother and I had to take the gifts yeah. around to people and in um, expecting nothing back from them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She just wanted to share love and, and joy. That was what Christmas was about to her. And, mm -hmm. and she did those things throughout the year. And I would like to believe that that's what I gained from her. Yeah. You know, just, just give and, and yeah. share love and show love and it has to it has to bring joy to somebody's life <laughs> it has to I, i've seen people many people that you know they just look like they're so mean or yeah. and you don't know what someone is going through That's you right. don't know how a smile a hello um sometimes you know my grandbaby will be she'll say Nana, do you know them? <laughs> I was like, no. No, I don't have to know them. I mean, right, right. Yeah, so. Anyway. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you did take that from your mom. Um, so, you know, as you grew up, you were this long-legged, tall girl. And, and you'll see the pictures in the book. Um, amazing. You were so tall. I was like, look at the long leg. But, um. <laughs> just a tall girl and then the beauty part you are in a beauty pageant i'm just like okay where'd that come from so talk about <laughs> talk about that part 
of your life of being in beauty pageant? Well, actually, I've never considered myself to be pretty or, you know, anything for a beauty pageant, mm -hmm. but uh, I sang in church. I sang at funerals. I sang at reunions. I sang in school. So it was more so um, the singing aspect that mm -hmm. got me into the pageants. So it was, um, yeah, that, that was the connection to the pageant, not, not the beauty, not, <laughs> <laughs> not at all, but being in the Miss Virginia pageant was just a phenomenal experience. Just singing with a full orchestra in front of hundreds of people. Wow. <sighs> I can well, what did you learn it. about yourself? What did this country girl learn about being in a beauty pageant that I'm sure even back then was a little contentious, although maybe people didn't show it, but you know, there was a little stress going on because everybody's in competition. Yeah, I, I was a duck out of water, you know. I, <laughs> some of those girls, I mean, they they meant it. They were there to win. Mm -hmm. uh, I was there to find some friends and have fun <laughs> just for the experience. I had no idea what I was doing that week. Wow. And even I, I mentioned that in my book that throughout the week, I was always completely off. If I had on a sundress, they had on a long dress. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I had on a jumpsuit, they had on shorts. I, I, that happened all week. I uh, just always felt, really, why didn't somebody tell me what we were going to wear right. today? <laughs> well, they weren't going to tell you. <laughs> right. right. Well, well, you were the only black uh, female, right? You were the only I, black. Yeah. I was. I was. Yeah. I was the only black in the Miss Virginia pageant that year. You had like a little really, afro. Yeah, like a little I, afro. Yeah. Yeah, honey, I have my afro, but now I have my flowing blonde hair like the rest of them. <laughs> oh, yes, that yes. was amazing. I was laughing so hard when you were talking about how you were off that week. I was like, Lord Jesus, I could only imagine. Help me, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that because I could see you with your genuine self being in a pageant you know you're just having fun and everybody's in there like i'm in it to win it i don't know what you're doing over here sister right. you know yeah yes so so that's the the beauty part and um i know that there were a lot of duties that came along with that um being in a beauty pageant and um but then you get to an age where it's dating time and husband time and all of that. So, so talk about that time of your life. Now, did he know you were in beauty pageant? Yes, he, he was right there. He was there and actually right after the, uh, the last night of the pageant, I was very sad that I did not place. I, it mm -hmm. wasn't that I thought I was gonna win, but I thought I would at least place and I didn't place at all I wasn't in the top 10 and um, I think it was 10 but I wasn't in the top oh, and so, yeah okay yes yes and so but I I was more so disappointed because I didn't want to disappoint my family and so I just um 
I, I was crying. I, I was really sad when I saw my family when we got back to the hotel. And um, so, you know, my aunt was like, well, you know, why are you crying? You know, we're so proud of you. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I just, I feel like I, I let you all down. And she said, no, we're, we're proud of you. So about that time, he took my hand. That was my future husband, took my hand and led me out uh, to the patio and put a ring on my finger and asked me to marry him. And uh, that was, what? <laughs> Pageant? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Miss, Miss right. Irish County? Yay. Wait, I just won. What? <laughs> right. This is the prize. <laughs> Getting to be uh, a wife, you know, and that, because that's what you do as a country girl, you know, you, you go to school and then you get married. So I uh, was excited about getting married. Then you have a baby. Yeah. And yeah. so I was, I was really looking forward to, to that chapter of my life. And so I, I gave up, actually, I gave up my crown. I'm probably the only person in history that has given up their their crown is Miss Rockbridge County, but I, so that was, you know, not so good. <laughs> but I wanted to get married and I wanted mm -hmm. to do it now. Mm -hmm. I wanted to mm -hmm. do it now. So, and he was so smart and handsome and um, he was um, funny. And we had the same birthday. Oh, wow. So was that like Mary? Was that like marrying you? Hey, yes, yes. Wow. We had the same birthday. Yes, mm. funny. We loved the same music. It, it was a match made in heaven. How long did you guys date before you got married? Uh, let's see, March, March, April, May, June, July, August. So it was probably a total of seven months. Because I know it was less than a year. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Very much so mm -hmm. less than a year. <laughs> now, did your family know his family? Yes. Uh, yes, we did. Because he had an aunt that lived in that town. Mm -hmm. And um, she was married to my granny's sister. Mm -hmm. So okay. I met... Um, so they... Yes. So his aunt actually used to... Um, called me over not she didn't talk to a lot of people but she used to call me over to her house and i have a bracelet that before i ever met him years before i ever met him that his aunt gave to me wow. and how history would just play itself out mm -hmm. she passed away and left her home to him so mm -hmm. just that's how close they were never knowing that her nephew was my future husband wow wow yes that's amazing that's amazing yeah so talk about what happened um you got married and i believe you had to move away we moved away we were in um we moved away to northern virginia because he had a job in northern virginia and we um yeah, it was, it was just outside of DC. And so his job took him there. And so we were 
in Northern Virginia and I worked at the bank, which ended up working at the bank for 18 years and he worked at a finance company. So mm -hmm. we were both in the money thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And y'all had a decent yeah. life. You had a we decent did. life. We did. We yeah. did. We did. We had had a nice Saab 900. Love <laughs> that <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Had a Saab, and then we had a baby. So mm -hmm. all of that kind of happened at the same time. So when did things start just going awry? And and when did you really notice that there was an issue? We're now getting into the battered part of your story. Um. I found that out when um, when I was working at the bank, I would get great, um, had letters sent by customers on, you know, my customer service and uh, flowers and yeah. uh, just really, you know, a lot of compliments. Mm -hmm. And with that, um, I think, I think he just didn't want to share me. And so when he was sharing, having to share with, share me with others, um, that's when it started changing. But you never saw anything before that? In I retrospect. It really just kind of came, it seemed like it came suddenly to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, um, actually, now let me take that back. When his father passed. Yeah, well, that's the part in the story that you tell. Yes, mm -hmm. when his father passed, that's when I started seeing mm -hmm. a different side. Yeah, because his father was a, a gentleman and he never would have allowed that to happen um, so but he was very very close to his father and so i think he was just dealing with with that grief and i happen to be you know how we tend to hurt those that are closest to us yes yes yeah yes. i think he felt like he you know he, he was that was his safe place Mm. that I would always love him and, you know, be there for him because no I matter what. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had been. Yeah. So how did growing up in a non-confrontational home kind of make you go, okay, I'm not telling nobody, I'm not saying nothing, I'm going through this abuse and I'm all by myself. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted everybody to love him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They like he. I'm telling you, he was so funny. Yeah. And I just and I was embarrassed. Yeah. Because, yeah. You know, I had I had quit school. Mm -hmm. I had given up my title as Miss Rockbridge County. I could not let anyone know that, that I gave up everything, and this is what I got. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 No way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God, you know, I said her saving grace when I was reading it, I said your saving grace was that you you did not live in the same town with them because everybody knew everybody. That's what I was just getting ready to say. <laughs> I could keep it a secret because we were we were yeah. away from everybody. Yeah. And people didn't, you know, when 
I was able to make up a lot of stories as far as work, you know, I was able to. But did they really believe you? Heck no. No, <laughs> no ma'am. No, no, they no, didn't. They didn't, but, but I thought I was convincing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always say it's funny it. how you think, you think when people see you and you don't know they see you yeah. and you're telling a lie and they're going, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah, but I see you, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm grateful that, that they did Mm -hmm. Although it was embarrassing, continue to tell stories because even when they called me into the office yeah. and offered, you know, the employee assistance program, paid right. for me to stay somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but that experience, I am a true believer that our life is not about us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that afforded me an opportunity so that I can tell others about what it would help us out there let others know that there are employee assistance programs at their job that there are homes out there that will um, take in not just people that are surviving from domestic violence but also for their children yes. there are places yes. out there that will love on you places that will mm -hmm. keep you safe and um, so that entire experience I feel for sure it wasn't about me yeah yeah thank, thank god for, for them and their understanding um this didn't end well it ended in a tragedy i don't know if you want to talk about it or not but it's up to you <laughs> they have to read the book yeah yeah you have to read the book you have to read the book but <laughs> It didn't end well. I was like, what? But anyway, um, but what I want to know is how you, you said, okay, all this has transpired. I'm out of here. How did you, first of all, navigate the grief? I don't know if you felt guilty or not. I, I don't know what your feelings were, but I know that all those feelings come along with tragedy and and then moving picking up your child and saying i'm out of here how, how do you navigate all of that i don't know that the guilty feeling ever leaves mm. um you i find myself telling myself that it's you know it wasn't my fault yeah. um i did what i could but the guilt I, it stays you know because i really i loved him yeah i loved yeah. him with all and your heart yeah it, yes and i i believe that you know people can change and and um i'm sure that i would have gone back mm, mm. yeah and the story might have been different had you yes yeah oh yeah 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 it, it's it's very difficult to make that decision to say I'm out and to stay. It is so. And, and, it is, yeah. Yeah, and you know, people talk. People say, ah, oh, you know, I wouldn't put up with this, or um, you don't, don't know, know until you. They haven't been there. They don't have but no clue. It, exactly. <laughs> None. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you stay for different reasons. You stay yes. because you want it to work. Um, sometimes you stay because you're afraid 
to leave. Yes, you're afraid uh, to be on your own. Yes. Many, many women will stay in a marriage because of that. Yes, yes. Yeah, financially, uh, you know, they just they just feel like they they can't do it by themselves. They can't make it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. That's right. That's right. So picking up and coming to Atlanta, what? Why Atlanta? And and you know what what made you pick up and come say I'm I'm moving to Atlanta of all places. You know, it's I had a cousin that had cancer. She we're very uh, very close, and she had cancer. And I came down to see her, mm-hmm. and there was something about Atlanta that I just and I didn't even go downstairs. I mean downtown and see all of the mm-hmm. lights and everything. Mm-hmm. It was just something inside that I was like, oh. I, I could live here and uh, so I worked at the bank and so I started putting things into motion and started interviewing down here and uh, mm-hmm. at the time I was I was married and uh, didn't think I was gonna stay in that <laughs> in that marriage because I just saw me coming mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and my daughter so um, yeah, I, I can't really tell you other than, you know, how you just get a feeling inside that this is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. 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 Small town country girl. Here I am. <laughs> In the big city. Beloved, full of joy, always smiling. Um, y'all got to get the book. Tell folks where they can find the book. You can find the book on my website. I have a uh, business and organization called Absolutely Amazing You. And you can find the book at www.absolutelyamazingyou.com. No, that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, so you can find Absolutely it. Absolutely amazingly you, amazingyou.com. Yes, absolutelyamazingyou.com. And, and that's an organization for you as well, where you really encourage women now is it for women who have been battered or is it for all women it's for all women it's Mm -hmm. for all women i just i just like to love on women i love to love on people but uh, i must say that women have a a special place in my heart and so i have been blessed to host four annual retreats um, a book club go on trip on outings and uh, it has afforded me an opportunity to love on women and to meet them, try to meet them where they are, make them feel more emboldened and empowered and enrich their lives. So it's been a blessing. Go to the website and, and join the group because um, I was at the amazingly, uh, absolutely amazing you conference this year, women's conference. And it was so much fun. It was <laughs> it was all online. There were about how many how many ladies? um 60 70 yeah i think it was 75 yeah so much fun i had an absolute blast and then you do you do um worst moments of encouragement you have other things that you do and you also have a birthday celebration coming up i do yes i do Uh, i have that is coming up on july the saturday july the 15th we're having a fan founders brunch in Decatur, kind of Latonia, Stone Mountain, Decatur mm-hmm. area. We're having that on Saturday, July the 15th. And it's information on the website about that. And it affords me an opportunity to bless some of the women to come to 
the retreat and I'm able to pay for them. So that's mm -hmm. what I like to, that's what I use the funds for, mm -hmm. uh, to give out scholarships. And uh, I was able to bless some ladies this past year, or the past few years, and uh, it's been a great experience for them. All right, you're seeing everything scrolling down at the bottom, um, the address for the brunch on Saturday, uh, July 15th, and then um, where you can find her books, her website, all that good stuff. Thank you for joining us and for sharing about this, this wonderful book. Um, as I said, the book signing was amazing and, um, it was well thought out and it was just a beautiful time. So thank you for letting me be a part of your life. I love you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. And I am so grateful that God allowed our paths to cross. You are Absolutely. a blessing, such a joy. And I'm so grateful. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you again thank for this you opportunity. Oh my gosh. I love her. Absolutely. She is an amazing woman. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or good news at thepgnetwork.org. You can watch the show via PGN TV on all your digital streaming apps. Visit us at pgntv.org. Look, we'll see you next time for some good news. God bless you.